It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Winnie Moranville writes a monthly wine column for Relish, and she's a restaurant reviewer for the Des Moines Register, and she's contributed to many food magazines, including Better Homes and Gardens, Creative Home, and Master Chef Magazine. And she's the author of The Bonne Femme Cookbook, Splendid Food That French Women Cook Every Day. And she's joining us on Amy's Table. Hello, Winnie. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I love your book. Talk about comprehensive, but we should say... What is bonne femme? What does that mean? Well, it literally means the good wife. But when, you, when you're talking about French cooking, the French call cuisine de bonne femme or bonne femme cooking means basically everyday home cooking. And it doesn't have to do with who does the cooking. It can be a man or a woman. But it has to do with a style of cooking. And basically, it's this sort of simple, beautiful food that the French people bring to their table. Now, you have a bit of experience there in that you lived in France for a couple of years, didn't you? Well, I, I, um, I was a cultural exchange student just for a, a while in high school. But then I returned to France every year during the summer and rent an apartment and that's how I really began to cook like a French person. Oh, I want your life, first of all. <laughs> how fun is that? Well, what drew you to French cuisine? I mean, was it the presentation? Is it the way that people gather? Is it the ingredients, the recipes? What, what made you feel uh, love enough to write a book? Well, all of the above. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it, what I kept finding again and again is that our perception here in America of French food is that it's going to be difficult, it's going to be a little bit stuffy, it's going to have a lot of butter and cream, it's going to be complex, and it's not everyday stuff. But when I'd go over to France and, you know, dine in, in, in people's homes or cook recipes myself at home and sort of got an idea of how people cook over there, I was just astounded by how simple um, it, it can be. It's, um, you know, it's sort of like we think of, we, we, we know that Italian cooking can be an everyday thing, but what we don't know is that French cooking can be just as much of an everyday thing. And that's why I wrote the book, um, because I, I wanted to show people that this is possible. French women don't spend all day in the kitchen. They work outside the homes like we do. And I want to show people how they still manage to bring the sort of great food that French people expect to the table every night. So what are some of the defining characteristics of that great food? You know, if you had to give your sort of elevator speech of of what makes great French food, what are some of those uh, great French home food? What are some of those characteristics? Well, um, there are a lot of different things, but, you know, first of all, of course, it starts at the market and, you know, you get fresh, beautiful ingredients that we can do that now, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. we've all got farmer's markets. We've all got great markets, you know, if you live in any mid-sized city at all. So you can do that. And then you bring it home and you don't have to fuss with it a lot. I have an entire chapter of recipes that can be done in 30 minutes or uh, less, and it's called the saute de glaze serve chapter, where you just basically saute something take the meat out of the pan, and with those pan drippings, you make a beautiful sauce, adding, you know, lots of variation on the theme, maybe grapes in one, um, you know, fennel in another, uh, different spices in all of them. So you have, like, you know, many variations on a theme of saute de glaze serve. 
and and they're wonderful. They're just lovely little dishes. And it's funny because I think that sometimes people that don't cook or are intimidated by cooking, French or not, think to themselves, oh, it's all that time. And so they put something frozen in the oven or in the microwave, and it might take about 30 minutes to get it to the table. But you're telling us we can have this really elegant, easy, simple meal in that same time frame. I, I want to talk a little bit more about the market. So do you think that the French as a culture are more particular and demanding about what they purchase and put in their shopping basket than we are? Should we be a little more discerning at the store? Well, I guess I definitely think so. You know, you'll you'll see... I mean, if you get in a line at the market and you're behind a couple, you know, you know, the housewives who are, you know, um, you know, talking and demanding the best from the butcher, um, yeah, I mean, they are very, very picky. So, I mean, I think we need to, you know, we need to keep an eye on wh- on what we buy, um, you know, just. But I think you know, you go to the farmers markets and you get to know your your vendors, you get to know the people who who sell you your food. And develop relationships with them as they do, and, and and that will fall into place. Yeah, and be flexible. If the asparagus doesn't look good, you're not bound to asparagus that day. Absolutely, and that's that's key in sort of what I consider bun farm cooking is that whole flexibility. Um, you know, if if you don't find good asparagus, you'll find other things that are good, and you can probably make like I have a recipe for a great goat cheese pasta with, you know, with all kinds of vegetables, but you just choose the best vegetables. If you don't have asparagus, maybe sugar snap peas are looking that good, you know, good that day. Mm-hmm. So, so you just, you just, you know, and, and bun farm cooking is all about sort of adapting. I, I, of course, give, you know, master recipes with, I mean, with, de- you know, definite measurements, but, you know, once you get the hang of it, you know that you can adapt it to what, what's really looking freshest, best at the market. So it's confidence. It's a little bit of confidence, too, to, to know you can adapt it. Well, absolutely, and you know the book should give you that after after a couple. I, I, I say that after you've cooked a couple of those saute de glaze serve recipes, you'll be able to make a pan sauce out of just about anything you've got in your kitchen. Which is oh, pan sauce is a lovely thing. It is. So you know you talked about shopping, but of course, what we keep in our homes. What are some pantry items that we should have to cook from the Bon Femme cookbook? Well, definitely wine. Um, so many of the recipes, um, you know, will will call for maybe like a third, or a third a cup of wine, or a, you know, a little more, um, it, because that will reduce and make such. It, it just is, intensifies flavors so much. Even if you don't drink a lot of wine, you know, just keep some on hand to cook with, and it, you know, it just makes a huge difference. You know, French herbs. We that we love fresh herbs, but you know, it's amazing that. You know, a good dried herbs can work in winter. You don't have to go buy those, you know, clamshell baskets. Yeah, uh, boy, you know. there's highway robbery, isn't well, it? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and French, French women use dried herbs. You yeah. know, we can too. Um, you know, keep a couple good cheeses on hand. Um, you know, I always keep it like a goat cheese, a sheep's milk cheese, and, and you know, cow's milk cheese, like a, a, a French uh, Swiss, or French Gruyere sort of cheese. Mm. You know, then you can just, you know, there's so many things you can do with those. Um, what else do I keep on hand? Oh, Dijon mustard, of course. Oh, isn't that the key? Don't you think Dijon is just the key? You know, here's my tip, and with my luck, it's probably in your book already, but I put a little smear of Dijon mustard on the bottom of a quiche crust if I'm making a quiche or a tomato pie. That little background flavor, and you know, there's no vinaigrette that doesn't have a little touch of Dijon. Yes. Well, Mm. you know, and going to France and seeing these huge jars of Dijon mustard on the shelves keyed me into how much they really use Dijon mustard. Mm-hmm. You know? 
I mean, we buy a little a little jar, and it'll last us, you know. But the French will buy a huge jar. Oh, it's true, I've but it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Well, this is really inspiring. We can all be bon femmes. We can cook in that French way. Just check out the Bon Femme Cookbook: Simple, Splendid Food That French Women Cook Every Day by Winnie Moranville. And Winnie, where can we send people for more information about you? Well, I've got my blog. It's um, Chez Bun Femme. That's C H E Z. Bun, B-O-N-N-E, FOM, F-E-M-M-E, so SheaBunFOM.com, very easy to find, and uh, lots of recipes up right now. I'll be putting a um, Valentine's, you know, sort of, Valentine's Day is on Tuesday, so if you don't have time to cook an elaborate meal, 30 minutes or less can get you a a pretty darn good, you know. Oh, and how romantic. That's a perfect choice. Well, I really appreciate it, and we'll put all of your information on amystable.com as well. But Winnie, thank you. What a pleasure to talk to you. A pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at wkrq.com. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.